This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. Hour 5 G-Bag Nation. Time now for a TD Tuesday. Here are your Shaka Lockett hosts, Woolchuck and Chiafala. Oh, yeah. I love a good TD Tuesday this time of year. Quorum yeah. does get picked in the first round if he's out, right? Quorum? Uh, yeah. Michigan I, running back. I th- yeah, Blake Quorum of Michigan. We were just talking about that. He, he thinks he's so going to get a seven-figure uh, NIL deal to go back. I, I think that he's right behind Bijan. yeah. I think it's it's him and Bijan. I think they're both pushing first round. Bijan's going to be a first rounder. And then I think Quorum probably is as well. Yeah. The, now, the injury will be in. The, he'll probably be healthy because he did have to have surgery, I think. Right. So, but yeah, I think so. He's teetering that first round. But uh, every TD Tuesday, we love to go back and reflect on the best touchdowns scored. And, uh, well, divisional round, we've got all of them for the most part. Big ones, man. Pretty much every single TD. And we relive it with a little bit of TD Tuesday. Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak. TD Tuesday shakalak. And we start in frigid, snowy Buffalo, where it's Joe Burrow Head Stadium to his college roomie, Mr. Chase. T. Higgins out wide to the left. Shotgun snap. Short drop by Burrow. The pressure comes from the left. He throws oh, it the Caught at the Get nine. In. Chase straight ahead nice. into the end zone. Nice. Touchdown on the opening drive for Cincinnati. A 28-yard throw. Oh, yeah. Boom. Get in. Yes. Nice. 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 Yes. Yes. Hey, yes. Dave Lapham. Sometimes you see a TD and you just can't help but say, nice. You got to shout yes. out loud. Nice. Nice. Joey Burrow, Joe Shiesty, wasn't done yet. He found his guy, Hayden Hurst. Oh, a pair of them, huh? Joe waits for the shot. snap. He catches. Pump fakes to the right. Oh, got throws to the got end him. zone. It is caught <laughs> by Hayden Hurst. Touchdown. <laughs> Bengals. Burrow sucked the Bills in with the pump fake, and Hayden Hurst was wide open at the goal line. The best is when you you, you suck them in. Suck them in. And then you just, boom, TD. Yeah. Woo! Man. That that's the nicest. Right there. It that's gets no better. Nicest pair that you yeah. can have. Yeah, yeah, and to do it in the cold as well, you know, with the snow, start cutting glass a little bit. Oh, he makes the TDs look good. Here we go, here we go, here we go. It is off to Burrowhead Stadium where it's Trevor Lawrence trying to find his guy, Mr. Kirk. Dropping the throw is Trevor. It's a blitz. Fires to the right corner of the end zone. That ball is going to be caught for the touchdown. Christian Mm. Kirk and the Jags strike back. Well, that TD was on point. Oh, it was. And at the same time, very supple. You know, very hard to pull supple. off. Yeah. You know, very it, difficult. And that's how you respond. One TD, another TD. They tied it up at seven, just back and forth. You know, we're just, we're, we're, yeah. we're slapping. Just boom, juggle boom, those boom. things. Yeah. Just one down the field, other down the field. And here we also had ourselves quite the tight ball game. Travis Etienne, who had himself a hell of a year, really his rookie season coming back from injury, running on in. 
jumbling, stumbling, bumbling for the TD. The give is to ETN, reverses his field, dies for the goal line, touchdown! A four-yard touchdown run by Travis ETN! Nice. Very nice. Frank Fringy on the call. Oh, our guy Frank. Yep. That's right. Voice of the Jags. Thank you to Jaguars Radio. Now we uh, we get the Kansas City TDs. And Pat Mahomes, the GOAT, before he busted up that ankle, he found a guy who has connected on many a TD with him, and that's Travis Kelsey. They'll roll that way. Off reverse action. They find Kelsey inside the five and lunges into the end zone. Trots in touchdown. Kansas City. Mahomes to Kelsey for the 12th time in the postseason. 12 TDs? 12? Every one bigger than the next. Good Lord. They're just getting bigger and bigger. This is unbelievable. 12 TD connections in the postseason. That's a record, right? Is, yeah, that, is that a record-setting amount of TDs right there for those guys? I'd assume, unless there's Montana to Rice somewhere. But I'm thinking it's got to be. Well, uh, there's probably a Brady to Gronk TD yeah, record. There, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. Maybe, be. maybe. No one loves TDs quite like Gronk, um, especially come playoff time. I'm thinking we got mm, Kelsey and Mahomes. They're my, I'm, I'm going to guess they got it, but we'll see. Chad Henney also is trying to say, Mahomes, you're not the only one that can throw TDs to Travis Kelsey. I can do it, too. Take it away, Henney. McKinnon coming on sprint action. Now they throw it near side. Kelsey's got it. Touchdown! Kansas City sprinting inside the near front pylon. And Chad Henney leads a 98-yard Chiefs touchdown drive. That would you a be head. a little bit defensive if uh, if a teammate was getting his hands on your TDs like that? I would be. I'd be. I'd swat it away. Yeah. But that was a bit of a backbreaker, I think. You know, I know it's like slapping God in the face to get a reduction, but Lord Almighty, you go 98 yards with Chad Henney? Yeah. Jacksonville, come on. 100%. I mean, that right there was, all right, Mahomes is in the locker room getting checked out. Maybe we have an opportunity to deflating. try deflating, yeah. That was, oh, no, Chad Henney's going to go 98 yards on No, you? deflating for Jacksonville. Game's over. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like Brady to Gronk, fifteen playoff TDs they've uh, they've shared together. Good lord, that's a lot of TDs. But I mean, you might have you could have Mahomes and Kelsey next week. They could tie that up. <laughs> In theory, they could. Or if they win and get to the Super Bowl, I mean, there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Is there a chance Josh Allen there's is no chance. longer an oh. absolute super beast? <laughs> what a boob. there's a chance, Brian? What a bo- did you say? What a boob? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's Josh Allen, one yard scamper. Digs to the right, Singletary in the backfield. Allen going to try to surge over the left side, and he's in for the touchdown. And there's some extracurricular after the play as well. Allen is heated as Jesse Bates tried to strip the ball after he was already in the end zone. I love a passionate TD. Hmm. When Josh Allen gets in there and he's getting heated, I mean, I I like that fire from my quarterback. Now, Mm -hmm. unfortunately... The rest of the team didn't respond. No. Cincinnati continued Came to out just flat a little bit. Pour yeah. it on. And Diggs, you know, Diggs yeah. really just got yeah. in his face there. It wasn't a good situation. Buffalo's home now, but my Lord, um, I did like to see that from Josh Allen. Now, we did not go TD less. Good. Thanks to the Dallas Cowboys yeah. in this play right here. Dak, for maybe the final time, to Mr. Schultz. Prescott under center. It's an I right formation. He will keep it, roll right, throw it underneath, Schultz at the one, and he walks in. Touchdown, Dallas. We should have stopped the game right there. That should have been it. Let's call it 6-3, to three, <laughs> Cowboys win. We didn't need to kick the extra point. We know what happened there. Yeah. Just, that's it. Forfeit. Yeah. It's over. Cowboys win. We're going to Philly, baby. 
Yeah, I think we were all expecting more TDs on a Sunday night after that one. Yeah, you know, feels really like confident. A little, little tease right there. It was like, okay, there's got to be more. I'm crotch first. Store. I can't wait to kill the Eagles this weekend. What do you guys say? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm super, super psyched. That Dalton Schultz, man, that guy lives for big moments, doesn't he? Here we go. Here we go. Christian McCaffrey, the only time the Niners could find the end zone as well for two yards. McCaffrey goes left. Ebo goes in motion. Right. Purdy out of the shotgun. Kittle and Juszczyk are right. Uh, Ayuk the other side. Hand off McCaffrey. Touchdown! San Francisco! I've never wanted to tell that guy to go bleep himself more than that moment right there. Cole was good. Give him credit. Greg Papa. But uh, I hope he, yeah, I hope he's saying that a lot this week. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I got to say, yeah, as, as much as I dislike the Niners, sure. I hate the Eagles more. Yeah, the Niner fans really aren't happy with us, but you know what? We're good. No, we'll and pull, they showed, we'll pull for you, man. They showed we'll pull for you. how classless they are. Oh. But um, it's okay. I'm pulling for you to get the win this weekend. Is, is that everybody's number one rooting interest this weekend? It's Cincinnati. Just hate, just hate watching oh. the Eagles? Yeah. Got to be hate. Yeah, it's the coach. Nick oh, the coach, man. Yeah. God, Absolutely. I punch him. Yeah. They have all he's their coaches. Going, though. Yeah, it's got to go. Their coaches love to flex and yell, let's go on the sidelines after good plays. Did you see the meme, the side-by-side, that the kid from Elf grew up to be Nick Sirianni? <laughs> <laughs> and it does look like he did. Which <laughs> That's kid? good. The kid from Elf. The I think it's his little brother. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah. Because of the eyes? Yes. Yeah, the just dark the face the, in general. The, and the, like the, the like dark and circles around the eyes. Yeah. Is yeah. it true, though, that, that Sirianni showed the team the, the final scene from 8 Mile? Yes. Uh, they are alleging that to be true. I think yes. that did happen. Our coach smashes watermelons and theirs okay. dials up a little Marshall Mathers. Which, yeah, I think if I was a coach, I'd be like, I'm probably out of touch being 20 years older than most of these guys, I'm going to ask one of them what they would like to see because it ain't Gallagher and it ain't 8 Mile. Oh, that scene's still badass. Is it? I do think that scene has, has stood the test of time, but now that Sirianni's touched it, I think it sucks. Now, yeah, you're right, Gavin. Bleep that. It's so overplayed. That guy, okay. know. he's not in touch. I mean, I would choose Balboa myself. You know, Balboa against Lang, like oh, 11th and 12th rounds. Italian you Italian. ain't so bad, you know. That's yeah. a good call. Yep. That might work. Now you're right there. Uh, all right. I guess we got to play some division rivals here since we are just giving love to everybody that scored TDs. I mean, do you have to appreciate all the TDs? Yeah. I mean, can't we just kind of appreciate our own sometimes? No TD goes unloved on TD Tuesday. Here's the Giants with their only TD. How to way to not show up, G-Man. Mm. I guess you guys are washing the blue off your crotch. Matt Breida, take it away. Barkley. Now Jones motions out to the right. Snap goes to Barkley. Fakes, uh, hands it off left for Brita to the five and in for the touchdown. Saquon went wildcat, faked me out. And Matt Brita runs it in from eight yards out. For those of you confused about the blue crotch reference that uh, Walchuk just threw out there uh, sort of recklessly, I do want to note that there is a certain sector of the Giants day. nation that is uh, established 50-plus-year-old men who during Eagles week every year, by way of tradition, die uh, their their manhood. I believe all three parts. They die their dongs. Yes, mm. they do. A bunch of dong dyers yeah, up there. They die their dongs. Uh, and they do it with Thank the you, same stuff. I'll never like. I will never have another Easter Sunday the same way, yeah. knowing that they use the same Easter right. egg dye 
that we all like to use uh, for our eggs, they use for their huevos. Just think about they were cleaning it off and crying at the same time in the yeah. shower. Yeah, Bro, I was going to say, that maybe, was the maybe at halftime. Yeah. Maybe at halftime. You're like, you, you get to halftime, you're kind of like, man, I've got this stuff on me. I'm just going to go ahead Bro, and get it. Bro, it was up. like 10 minutes into that game. They're looking well, down maybe at themselves. Five, yeah, yeah, really? Maybe after the first. Even bluing myself didn't work. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah, yeah, 21 to nothing. And I'm like, here I am. I'm just going to go in the shower, dear. Yeah, mine's what? patchy because I didn't even make it ready first. Where are you going? I'm going to the shower, dear. Yeah. Uh, time to wash up. Uh, That's the saddest shower of all time. There's absolutely. no question about it. Yeah, the blue's running past your toes and everything. You're just looking <laughs> down at it. You're just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. Uh, Crying like Jim Carrey in, in Pet Detective. <laughs> yeah. After he found out he made out with Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> Got the plunger on your mouth. <laughs> oh, that is so fantastic. Okay, Boston Scott found the end zone for the Eagles. High snap. Give goes to Boston Scott. He pushes forward. He's in for the touchdown. The giant killer has another one. He just runs under everybody. <laughs> He's powerful. He is the giant killer, though. Like you, Every yeah, time yeah, is. the Giants and Eagles play, Get Boston Scott in your daily fantasy lineup because that dude's getting in the end zone. Well, no one likes taking down New York quite like Boston. It's very true. It's a great it's a good point. I Merrill, never put that together. Merrill Reese. My buddy Merrill Wright. Oh, he's just, your buddy. He just right. runs under everybody. Right. Yeah. I just can't get over it, and it was such an you honor just, to be around him. But you just the, never no, know. The swollen tongue. Bro, you oh, it swollen. sounds like he's dealing with a swollen tongue situation oh, I thought he every time I hear him. Have a swollen tongue. No, I, I didn't notice when just like being around him, uh, but just every time I hear one of his calls, it sounds like a guy who's dealing with some level of, of a swollen tongue. Yeah, if reaction. He, if he tried out for a play-by-play gig, ain't no way he's getting it. He got grandfathered in because the city loves him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Been there a long, yeah, he's been there a long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. All right, we wrap up TD Tuesday with one last one from the Bird Turds. And, uh, well, take it away, Merrill. Hurts is back. He's going to go with the draw. He's going to run. He's going to score. Jalen Hurts. He's healthy. The dash up the middle, and he took it left. Yeah, he just, you could hear him yelling. Do you think that they were talking to you, Brian? No. No, man. Do you think he actually is healthy? He looks healthy to me. No, the thing about it, he wasn't. I mean, hey. I think I don't know if he's. I think he might get. I I, I was not. I was not wrong. About, I was not wrong about that at all. My man, my man played that game against the Giants in a lot of pain. It'll be fascinating to watch how San Francisco's defense handles that running scheme. Yeah, that, that, I mean that this matchup is going to be really really fun. I mean I I hate that this is the game we're getting because bleep both these teams, but. It will be fun to watch. Rookie quarterbacks in championship games, what, 0-4, something like that? Oh, crap. The yeah. last thing I want to do is I experience think I saw that on Twitter. Don't Radio on Row that. for the first time, and it's the Eagles there. Are you kidding me? Either way, it's going to be annoying Yeah, on the NFC side of things. But the Eagles is way worse. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you don't want to be confronted with that in Arizona. You don't want to be confronted with that whenever you see Eagles fans on Twitter. It could have an impact on the offseason. It's a huge game. And I think all of us will be rooting for the Niners. And then the other game, I, I want to see Patrick Mahomes, you know, build this GOAT legacy out. 972 says, Gavin, I'm pretty sure the Lang fight only went two to three rounds. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, sir, because I am uh, an expert on on the Rocky series. And, oh my of course, in the first fight, it was a decision nearly won by Creed. Creed landed uh, 25 punches, including an unheard of 84% of his jabs. Uh, in the first round, and mm-hmm. then in the uh, in the in the in the rematch, 
Um, Balboa won by 15th round KO after he staggered his feet uh, just in time to to get the dub. There ain't going to be no rematch. All righty. We got to run. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan TD Tuesday. We're going to do it a couple of more times, right? We'll we'll, we'll do a, a, a conference championship in a Super Bowl edition. Hey, man, if there's more TDs out there, we're going we're gonna to appreciate we're gonna them. We're going to celebrate them. Big story out regarding how Zeke's looking at his future with the team. We'll reset you on that and give you the Cowboys news of the evening next The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Here it is time now for the C-Note, the Cowboys News of the Evening. Segment's brought to you by Soda. That is state-of-the-art. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Go online to a truckwreck.com. A lot of interesting stuff going on here today relative to the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, and we're going to start with the Zeke story. Um, it's, I think it's, uh, uncomfortable for some people, uh, because of how awesome that he was and he did everything that you would want. He played hard, he played hurt. And for the most part, he stayed healthy and he was willing to do what the coaches, you know, asked And and, and he's the, he's the kind of guy that has this tremendous football character where he embraces, you know, the toughness of the job. And he, he, he seems to get some joy from that. It's just a, a perfect 10 when it comes to the football character, um, but now it's time to move on, and it's it's unfortunate when when fan favorites do. But but guys, I I want to ask you this question, and I, I guess I'm backing into it because I don't want to troll. I don't want this to be mean. But is there is there a low enough number that you would still want Zeke on the team? I I think the answer is no. I I think the answer is it's clear you're not good at football anymore, and and maybe you don't belong in the NFL. I, actually, it's it's for sure. You, you can't run the ball like that at running back and have any team interested in you. I, I think it's come to that. I tend to agree with you. I, I really do. Now, I don't know how much value they put on, like how much of a locker room guy, teammate guy, friend of Dak, football character. I don't know. I don't know what type of price you put on those sort of intangibles because tangibly, I think all you're really getting is a decent pass protector and uh, a solid short yardage guy. Uh, so what do you pay for that? 
and and I think the NFL, if you just glanced across the league, you would tell you they're not really paying much for something like that. Where where were you guys on the whole thing with Des Bryant? Where were you at the point when Dallas, you know, you'd watch I was hoping for a pay cut. You were hoping for a pay cut. Yeah. Did you feel like that his production had gone to Absolutely the point? had. Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing here where you just kind no, of move I think on? Zeke's way farther down the line. You know, like I think that I think yes, the Cowboys should look at it like the the play has declined. But I th- I feel like Des still had something to give to the league until the Achilles happened at practice with the Saints. Okay, and then that was sort of really what took away the. Because I'm trying to think of the guy that everybody liked and loved and all that, sure. and, and you know, and the guy in the locker room, and and that's all still true. And, and you're and then now you're thinking like you know you move on from that. I can't you can't compare him to like that with Jalen Smith. I mean that, that was just that's something completely different. I'm trying to compare. Or put Zeke in the same light of, of. I think it's Jason Witten. You know the the thing with Jason Witten is they let him stay too long, yeah. but it was such a good valve for for Dak, and he was still getting eighty catches because of the way this offense works. Well, maybe just same position. Um, Bill Parcells made the decision to move on from Emmett, right? Oh, yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, you, and you know that better than any of us. Yeah, and Emmett still went on and had productive seasons in Arizona, but he clearly wasn't the same player. Now, you know, Zeke certainly not the career that Emmett had. I don't want to, you know, make that type of comparison. But in terms of a guy that you know has been a a great cowboy and has given a lot to the organization, but at this stage in Zeke's career, and and I mean, look. I don't want to see him go either, but I, it just doesn't warrant. We we saw it on Sunday, man. It, it it was all right, Zeke. You're the guy now. Yeah. And ultimately, there there wasn't any production, and there's no point in just trying for the sake of trying because we like the guy and he's good in the locker room. At yeah. some point, you got to produce on the field, and he's no longer that back. The t- the text is jumping on the fullback idea again. I'm up for it. You know, if the if the Cowboys think he can do it and he wants to do it, that might be the perfect way to continue. Like like a corner who moves to safety. Could this be though that once Steele went out of the lineup, that we started seeing the worst of Zeke? Mm-hmm. We definitely did. Now, yeah. if, if it's just the eyeball test, but though. he didn't have a single hundred yard game this year. No, but I'm just asking. The question was, could, could he could he find it again? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's finding it again. I don't think you find it again at the running back position. I, I would think be interested. It's a very to, quick uh, boom. It's, it's like gone. seven years. That was it. I mean, yeah. he's His so run was giant. Seven years. Yeah, I would love well, to see even. what what twenty pound less Zeke would run like. You know. No, I, would, I no, I, he I is yeah, big. no, I don't think it's happening, man. Yeah. It, it I, doesn't happen at sure. running back. It doesn't. And he's no, not right. and he's not alone. I mean, there's other really good backs that we've seen even recently yeah, that it's no, happened right. to. Le'Veon Bell, Sean McCoy, name the back. He this it's is only, what happens. It's only two in history that took that amount of touches earlier in their career and could thrive as they approach thirty, and that was Emmett Smith and Eric well, Dickerson. Do you guys remember the the hard knocks episode where where Stephen Jones was standing behind the you know, behind the huddle? And he's talking to, to Mike McCarthy about that. And, and he was making about mention about that. Mike goes, God, you guys made him carry the ball a lot. Yeah. You know, like Mike was like totally aware. And, you know, and Steven's like, yeah, you know, that kind of. They ran him into the ground. And, and that's. And, and But Mike was the one that told Steven, yeah, like, yeah, you you probably shortened his career by. At least they did three, him the solid years. and gave him the huge contract <laughs> because they did. I mean, the the first year it was already like, oh boy, this thing's going to be done within three or four years based on the historical model of what what is the the rule of three seventy. 
You go over 370 carries in any individual season, and it is definitely the beginning of the end for your career, and they did that his rookie season, and that's why he he was never that good again. Okay, so that's one piece. That's Michael Gelkin, Morning News, doing some good reporting, and I I hope that, that Zeke and the team can find a way to keep this going. How about David Moore's headline, to fix Dak, Mike McCarthy may need to make Cowboys quarterback uncomfortable. Would Prescott benefit from hearing different voices? So that's a that's another, you know, another big writer at the morning news. He leads out with the opening press conference statements. He would be very hesitant to be critical. He's, he's a reporter. But to frame an article like that, like Dak is broken. And we need to bring in different voices to fix them. I think that marks another significant turning point in the Dak Prescott story arc. It sounds like to me then he got that from somebody and they're 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 weighing the possibility is what that sounds like to me. Yeah, they they that's you know, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Like we gotta get a different that's not voice. David here. Moore coming up with that. That's somebody in the organization yeah. saying, Hey, David. Because you don't just make that opinion. No, hell yeah. no, you don't. No, you don't. No. So yeah, this is this is one of those things. He talked to somebody within the organization that told him, hey, don't be surprised if we do something different here. You have to, man. I mean, what? it was maddening. What did we talk about going into this game of where you could where you could find uh, some vulnerabilities in this dominant Niner defense? Secondary. Yeah. Pushing the ball down the field, yeah. right? Yeah. The entire game was five yards, six yards, well, and the eight pl- yards. Yeah, and the plays that, like I said. Third and nine, I'll throw up four. Yeah, pushing the ball down the field, like I said, it just didn't. It, it's almost like they didn't trust their line to even protect. You know, they, they didn't try to, right? And the one time I mean, they did, they, CeeDee they, Lamb they, went and made a great play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. It just, it's like they, it just, the way the game was called, it was like there was no, there was, you know, no ability. They just didn't even try. It's crazy. I mean, the Niners are one of the, like, maybe the best in the sport at defending the short and intermediate pass. They're susceptible deep. They tackle okay, great. great. Kellen Moore's like, great. I'm yeah. going to throw the ball five to eight yards Two of the best time. linebackers, maybe the best linebackers in the game. 214, you guys were the same busters yelling pay Zeke a couple of years ago as he was sitting on vacation. No, we weren't, 214. Uh, this show actually. Was DallasCowboys.com then. Yeah, it, Brian <laughs> was at Cowboys.com. Yeah. And, and this show was actually in the process of leading the media narrative that the running game matters, but the running back individually doesn't matter. You know, you have to have a good running game, but thinking that only this guy can do it is a massive team building flaw. The Cowboys figured it out with DeMarco Murray, but then they got amnesia about their lesson when it came to Zeke because they saw dollar signs and and TV ratings because you have a legit TV star. Okay, up next in the C-note brother of a cowboy making waves for his reaction to losing should they call buffalo at 877-881-1053 stefan diggs on twitter want me to be okay with losing want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to standard diggs added it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result he was shown on the tv broadcast midway through the fourth with his arms outstretched saying things in the direction of josh allen as the bills were limited to a season low in points After the game, Diggs moved toward leaving the stadium with his things before some coaches had the opportunity to get to the locker room and asked him to stick around. Running back uh, Duke Johnson stopped him and spoke with him individually. Coach McDermott has his back, says Steph's a highly competitive individual, uh, and he's as frustrated like we all are. 
It's not the ideal response. You know, obviously, I don't know if Buffalo looks at it like, well, that kind of stunk, but he's really, really good and we're keeping him. Or maybe they're looking at their cap issues and and saying, if he's going to be this mad at Josh Allen, maybe we could trade him, get a pick, free up the money to, to try to build somewhere else. But I have to make the call and see where their heads are at when it comes to Stephon Diggs. And some teams might look at that like that guy's not in. Now, all offseason, Josh Allen, the coaches, everybody that shows up for OTAs, the GM, every time it goes on radio, how is Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? You've created a year-long story out of this now. Now, maybe they're fine with it because he's so awesome, and I think I would be. But again, that's a team that has pushed all of its chips in now two years in a row. Diggs' contract's got to be, what, $27, $28 million. And they know right now, hey, Maybe this model ain't going to get us there. Um, so, you know, what What we need to find out now, and I, I want to know from you guys, is would Dak plus C.D. Lamb plus Stephon Diggs put this offense in a place that they would be able to execute against the 49ers if they meet him for a third year in a row in the postseason? Ooh, uh, it would help a ton. I would like to know who the play caller is, but yeah, it would help. Uh, it would help a ton because you saw when Pollard went down, you had nobody else to depend on other than Ceedee Lamb. That was it. This team needs uh, some some skill position help in a huge way. And when you look across at the, at the teams that are still in this thing, they got some dang good skill positions, man. Like n- none of these teams are are skimping. Maybe the Chiefs a little bit, but they have maybe the best tight end in the history of the sport. And then they just got like some guys, but they also have the goat at quarterback as well. But the Bengals got Chase and Higgins and Mixon and Boyd and Hurst. You got Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Mitchell, Uzcheck, Eagles, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Goddard, Miles Sanders. Like, they all got legit weapons. If one of those teams' guys go down, they're not going to be just completely bleeped and have nobody else to turn to. And they, Sunday, they the Cowboys weapons. had two yeah. until Pollard got hurt, and then they had one. Then they had one. And, and honestly, yeah. the Bills are suffering from this a little bit right now. They'd be foolish to move on from Diggs. Certainly not the best look in the world to be, like, showing up your quarterback in a way, I guess, on the sideline. But I'm sure Josh Allen will get over it. Their GM was like, hey, he wants to win, so I get it. Of course, he's probably going to say something like that to the media right now. But the Bills need to be stockpiling weaponry offensively the same way the Cowboys do right now. They're yeah. adding, not subtracting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they should so be So you're doing. looking at Arizona more if you want to trade for a superstar wide receiver, Hopkins? I would. Yes. I mean, I think Hopkins is a guy that doesn't, you know, isn't a disruption that's the one issue with Stephon Diggs is he is a guy that maybe it could cause a disruption. I mean, if he's yeah. having an issue with Josh Allen, is he going to have an issue with Dak if, sure. he's, if he's misfiring? If Dak has yeah, not hit if the he's pass. Sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I will say this. I don't think it solves your problems. I mean, this is, this is the thing with, okay, looking at the right now. Your issue this Sunday was, yes, you had a lack of weapons. Your issue last year in the loss, that wasn't the case. It was protection, and you couldn't run. Right? So, yeah, I still think at the end of the day, the most important thing is making sure you have the best line lines possible, offensively and defensively. You agree with that, Brian? That's how you win. If you had to to address wide receiver or offensive line with an all-pro type of player, it's offensive line? Wide receiver. Wide receiver? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm... I'm I'm kind of more with Woolchuck because of what happened last year with Amari Cooper. But now that CeeDee Lamb has grown into this player, if you added a Diggs to him, uh, yeah, I don't know. D- I think it's pretty if close. You, Diggs, Hopkins, both are bad ball catchers. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? they'd both be great fits. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it. 
I, I think it's a great move. It's going to help you. What position? Okay, on the offensive line, what position would you add? Where where on the offensive line would you add a guy? Uh, it, whatever you have that's the, the best player there, whether it's a left tackle or a left guard, because I think Tyler has shown the ability to play either. So you can either fill the gap at left guard or fill the gap at left tackle. So as you go into free agency, I think McGovern's gone. He played more games at left tackle, right? right. So I'd I'd go and find a, a dominant left guard if I can. So you're telling me a wide receiver is not better than a left guard? Not saying he's not better, but I think you win up front. That's the key. It would help this because, quarterback I mean, look, more. Last year you had C.D. Lamb, you had Amari Cooper, you had Cedric Wilson. You didn't get past the Niners in the wild card round. You know, I, yeah, I, because you did, you couldn't stop him on defense until the second half. You didn't do anything on offense in the first half. Well, yeah, but you had your offensive line. You scored you had, seventeen points. You had Smith. You had you had guys there. You had and they Smith, didn't play well. Martin. I mean, okay, but right? you had the line right. But they didn't play well. Well, neither did the wide receivers. I guess so. Maybe you need to get one of those. You, you probably need to improve both. Is the yeah. answer? Yes, I like that answer. <laughs> I mean, that's that probably yeah. is the key. All righty. Uh, that's about it for the C-Note. Cowboys news of the evening here in the G-Bag Nation. couple of other notes. I mentioned it earlier. We might be catching a break in New York. Uh, Mike Kafka getting another interview with the uh, Houston Texans. They're talking about getting a number one wide receiver themselves up there uh, with the Giants. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Chark, Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, and Odell Beckham Jr. are your top free agents. So I think it's trade or draft. In Washington, the biggest story is looking for a quarterback, but off the field, it's the possibility that Jeff Bezos is going to sell the Washington Post and buy the team. It is ripe for the taking uh, because none of the offers uh, were to Dan Snyder's liking. But if if I, I guess you have to you, you have to sell the paper to buy the sports team, or or Dan Snyder would prefer it like that. Do you that. think Dan Snyder would even sell him the squad at this point? If yeah, that paper was the one that slandered yeah. me, yeah. If he gets rid of the post. If he sells the post, so you get rid of the post, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll forget yeah, about all that yeah. stuff you did in the paper. I, I I'm just that that would be that's the I think the only reason Bezos is thinking about it, and I I think it's as well because Bezos is the only one offering what Snyder wants. Like it's legit mm. ten figures to mm. do the deal with Bezos, an extra billion dollars. Mm. <laughs> this man exposed you in his newspaper yeah. for months, and then you end up selling the squad to him. I mm. mean, if you're a conspiracy guy, you might think he was fudding you to make your team available, you know, and you might want to say no on principle. But then well, the billion dollars, you start looking at that and going, "I think I can get over this." Yeah, you're making him give up something he probably doesn't want to give up. Clearly, and it, and he's saying, uh, and it's, it's making making him hurt, and he's saying, yeah. Give me a billion more dollars for it, and we'll. I'll, for, I'll, I'll forget it. everything you said bad about me. All righty. Thank you, guys. It is the G Back Nation here on 1053 The Fan. When we come back, it's time to chat with the Get Right. You do have Reggie and KG throwing heat over there in the bullpen, and they're ready to step in, tell us what they have uh, booked for the show coming up next. It's the G Back Nation on 1053 The Fan. Thank you very much, Lucius, as we're uh, set to chat with the Get Right. Reggie and KG coming up 7 to 11. A little bit of a story here that I'll get to, um, but I do want to promote real quick Thursday night. It's the Rangers Hot Stove Show, 7 to 8. It's going to be downstairs in our performance showroom. You are invited, Ranger fans. Jared Sandler with Reggie and KG, Taylor Hearn, Brock Burke. Uh, no sign up. Just make plans to come to the radio station Thursday, 7 to 8, and you'll be able to meet everybody. And uh, Saturday is Fan Fest uh, with the Texas Rangers, so we're excited about that. And then, uh, of course, we got Fan Bowl coming up February 4th, Revolver Brewing at Texas Live. So a lot of fun things coming 
coming up here over the next couple of days and uh, a couple of weeks here with 105.3 The Fan. We'll be out there from uh, 9 to 2 oh, on Saturday. Myself, Chris Arnold, and Joey will be live broadcasting from the Rangers Fan Fest uh, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on whoa. Saturday. Excellent. Whoa, whoa. yes. Whoa. <laughs> Joey Lewis, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what, what, we got details on, on the Sam Williams speeding story. What do you make of this? 98 in a 55. Yo. Witness, the mail. A witness called 911 to report his driving shortly before the collision. It was a misdemeanor charge. The call was about speeding, weaving, and running a light. And this happened on damn Preston Road. It's not like he was out on the highway. Um, collided with an SUV, a 71-year-old. Luckily, nobody was hurt. It was a, it was a brand-new Corvette. You know, those Corvettes look Sick. And I would definitely want to, you know, drive it like a race car. I'd probably go out out the Texas Motor Speedway, you see if dummies. Kevin let me in or, or something like that. Ooh. I don't know. I, I do like going fast. And I, I, I do like, you know, uh, making some fast turns and all, all that. But you, you definitely can't do it in a congested area. What the F? Hopefully he learned his lesson. He says, uh, I look back over it and I'm thankful for life. It was right around Christmas. You never know. I encourage everyone to hug their loved ones. So hopefully it was, you know, something that'll scare him into being a little bit more responsible there uh, behind the wheel. (laughs) I I mean, my my initial assumption always, and it just goes for me, like my most reckless driving moments are when I got a stomach issue that needs to get handled. (laughs) And so I always just have that caveat of like, was there was there an orange juice soy sauce situation going on inside? Always need a golf towel. Uh, and I and I, I rode home with uh, I rode to and from work with Broadus for uh, a couple of months. Yeah, and he had one day yeah. where he was he was prairie dogging his way inside. I watched him waddle in, and I don't even know if he put the car in park when we pulled up. Uh, he just, he just I, jumped right out, and that was out. a much more reckless drive home than the usual run of the mill drive home with Broadus. So I do just wonder. It's good to keep in mind someone might have a bathroom emergency, baby emergency, all kinds of things right. could be going yeah. on. Man, yeah. after that Korean barbecue, I, I've never seen Brian need to get back. Like, I, okay, he I, was. Yeah, he was. He the, was. His, Paul, Brian's just like, Bobby, step on Would you be short with y'all? Uh, no, be a real yeah, short? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about football right now, man. Bobby, <laughs> Wiping sweat off yeah. his forehead. No, no, Bobby's up there like playing with the radio. Like, you know, oh, look, it's the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. I'm like, Bobby, come on, the light. Go, Bobby, go. And he's like, all right, man. Hey, it's cool. You know, I'm like, and like the whole trip. Gavin, you were in the car with him when we went to the baseball game. Yeah. What did you think about that? Did you were with? Did you ride with us? Or did you ride with? Uh, I think the, I rode with the office ace Tim, Tim Collins. Okay, yeah. How about? Oh, the, you rode back okay. with him. I think you were, smartly. I think you rode with us. I think there, you rode though. with us to the game and then rode back with Tim because you left okay. a little early. All right. But yeah, but Bobby right. as a driver, <laughs> <laughs> you might not remember the drive back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's cool with me if you say so. You got it. No, yeah. Dawson did not ride to the game or from the game with us. I thought he rode to it. With no, us. he did not. Dang he did it. Not. Maybe See, I, I just, didn't think so. I don't remember that. Because we came, we came up with the idea See, about like, that's calling that in. The, that, <laughs> that's when we hatched the idea about calling into the post game show. Mm, yes, we kept right, asking about catcher's interference. That yeah. was the day. Oh, that was gold. Yeah, yeah it was but, good content. But Bobby was, <laughs> was Bobby's the red, worst. It was red in Whitesboro or something? Red in Whitesboro and uh, Dan in Flower Mound or something like Joe that. And Flower Joe Mound. and Flower Mound. Yeah, yeah. that was a good bit. <laughs> uh, Which, oh, I, go I'm sorry, but I just we just got word from... Uh, 
Zero. Yeah, old Zero acting like a Mavs insider right now, sharing with us that there is uh, a leakage issue going on at the AAC. Oh, no. Maybe Again? Maybe yeah. a little roof, <laughs> right? Potential rain delay, bro. He said severe leakage. What Apparently, the they F? fixed the roof, but a delay is possible for tonight's game. I, American Airlines a- Center doing its best FedEx field Blizzard. impersonation. <laughs> yeah. We got to get some, like, uh, some flex seal. In big buckets, big old five-gallon buckets sitting over there at the AAC just in case. Don't worry about it. Team owner want to build a whole new one. That's right. Here's my thing. Ain't nothing worse than embarrassing yourself in front of company. They're like, not on national TV. It's fine. Like the last time you this think they're happened. doing this intentionally? Mark's up there drilling holes in the roof. We're going to need a new one, guys. <laughs> Remember when Joe Lacob and the Warriors were in the building that one time oh, yeah. it happened to? It's like, you're going to embarrass yourself in front of... Especially in front of that company. In front of that company? They're like, this is why we built a new just, exactly. <laughs> That's why we built that billion and a half dollar chase center. We could probably get this game going if Bum we went back there. <laughs> what do you guys have planned for the show tonight? Uh, sports of some sort. Yeah, um, that, good idea. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. No, uh, looking forward to 8 o'clock. Aisha Morrison of DallasCowboys.com is going to be joining nice. us here at, uh, on the Get Right. Ask her about the draft show. She's yeah. going tomorrow. Yeah. That, that, that She's was studying definitely- them players. She's in it. Planning on getting into Not that. Yes. Uh, I was going to see if we, yeah. maybe if we could make her our official draft scout of, you the, should. Uh, yeah. of the show. She, but yeah. also, also at 9 p.m., I'm going to take uh, KG as obviously NFL exit interviews have gone. I'm going to take KG through his Cowboys fan exit interview. Yeah, tune in for that. Oh, that that's sounds be great. This sounds, this sounds actually really cool. What Thanks. about maybe some uh, keep him or old yeller him? It was a big hit earlier. Well, I like my job, so I probably won't go down that road. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna get the same leeway as you. I mean, I you, you, you got a little more, you know, a little more leeway to yeah, handle your business in, in that here. way. You know, your boy trying to, you know, just keep it on that straight and narrow. All righty. Oh man, a Boomer Sison's got a show at night. What the heck? He's gonna <laughs> do business, bro. That's why I'm trying to keep what I got, Brian, because Boomer keeps taking all the other jobs. I'm trying to get out here. I mean, I was Heck highly troubled too. and offended, uh, but the Tolos insisted, so mm. we soldiered through that segment. <laughs> oh, that's how you? Yeah, that's how we yeah, That's how we got it done. <laughs> All righty. Uh, thanks so much to Lucius Alexander over there in the Pimp Cup. Carter Freeman coordinating your video at 105.3thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Thanks to Woolchuck and, and Chia Follow and Brian Broaddus. Until tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation at ease. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.